remember, it's cheaper by the pound. It's Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Everything here has been done on faith and a commitment to excellence. Commitment to each other. One, it means religion. Two, it means family. People care about you. Not just because you win or because things go well, but they genuinely care. The other thing it means to me is a set of standards. You are special. Nobody gives you anything in this world. People can give you money, give you wealth, give you fame. One thing nobody in this world can give you, man, is respect. Self-respect you have for yourself, the way you play the game, and the way you believe, the way you do things. This is a game of respect, respect, respect. You represent everybody that came before you. And everybody that'll come after you. The spirit is something that's within you. You gotta listen to that spirit, you gotta fight for it, you gotta believe it. The spirit, the will to win, and the will to excel, these are the things that endure. The quality of any man's life has got to be a full measure of that man's personal commitment to excellence and to victory, regardless what field he may be in. Through the winner, there is 100% elation, 100% laughter, 100% fun. Now, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. We are here. It is Friday. If you're listening live, we know because it has not spun. We know the Will of Meat will spin today. That's a given because it has not spun all week long. Uh, so that's uh, on the table today. Don't forget Rick and Bubba University podcast will be uh, published tomorrow morning, Saturday morning, with Herschel Walker. Great sit down with him. So be looking for that. A lot to discuss today. The world is crazy as ever. Uh, but we'll try not to hit you too hard with that today and hop around and enjoy ourselves uh, as we uh, celebrate Friday, the end of the week, uh, right here on the Rick and Bubba Show. Over to my right, it's Mr. Greg Burgess and Michael Helms, along with Eddie Van Adler here today, the Good Time Gang on the kickoff hour. What's up, boys? How are y'all? Gentlemen, fired up. Hey, hey, y'all hey, good? Hey, fired hey, up. Hey, it's Friday. Good. We hadn't done the Will of Meat yet, so we, we can do that. We haven't. I haven't really go to places to get excited about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you. You know, um, woo! <laughs> big milestone here. Uh-oh. Uh oh, coming up on the ninth. Uh, which, if you're listening live, nine? it's the seventh. Okay, nine. Which I, I have, uh, so it'll be yeah. Sundays the ninth. It is. My dad turns eighty. Eighty. Eight zero. How about that? That's a eight, big one. Zero. That's a good one. Larry the Leaf is turning eighty. And he wrote oh, me an eighty that's poem. Outstanding. He wrote. He wrote a poem. Eighty. What does it mean? 80-80. Yeah. So uh, I, it's kind of like when you get paid, I guess, if if the 15th falls on a uh, – I say 15th, that's why we get uh, – on a Sunday, you celebrate it – you get it on a Monday, right? Yeah. So I guess Monday, I might get you to read this point. Right. Well, today – What does it mean? Today – That's a big that. number, by yeah, the way. It, it is. is. That's it is. That's um, today is my mom's birthday. Well, hello, Mom. Yeah, Happy birthday, birthday to you. Well, Alicia Helms. Going on, man. Happy birthday. So – I think they're. How old is she? 
Like, I, can you, you say give, that? You don't give women's age. Yeah, you got something you know, slight weight up in there. Huh? It's like weight. You don't give their age. Yeah, okay. they don't like that. That don't means like you that. don't know. No, I know. I'll okay. tell you in a break. <laughs> tell you real quick. It's a, it's a big one, too. Oh, a big one. It's not like, it's not 8 0. It's not 7 0. <laughs> it's close, though. It's close to 7 0. Forget it. You're a little baby, aren't you? I forget about that. Yeah, he's probably, hmm? he is. He's, when'd you hit puberty? No, I'm kidding. Two weeks ago. <laughs> Saturday. Uh, so I know day before yesterday. Now you got me worried. Is it, have I got you it? good now? You good now? You this one here wouldn't have noticed. Well, he's been sitting by me for yeah, an hour yeah. and hadn't said anything. Oh, big old clunk. Just right. big old clunk of white something. He's probably, right here. It, probably toothpaste. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just all. And he just said, let me soak. Just, yeah, it's that. fine. Like you, let me ask you a question. Do you do it on purpose yeah. and just wait? Or do you just sit back and enjoy that it's there? Well, it's I don't not think as good. He Helmsy had something in the corner of his mouth. I, 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 today I didn't notice it, but actually it's better when we have like golden ticket people. Uh-huh. Then I watch and, and see and go, well, he's back or talking. So it's a game. Booger, so it's a little game. He's got to actually care to notice it first. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I think there's some of that. I don't think you notice, but then I think the times you notice and you just enjoy I guess you entertain yourself with that. Yeah. And I don't know what's going on my toothbrush uh, activity because mm. this is the second morning. I noticed it yesterday um, in the bathroom back there yeah. when I got here and tinkled. Mm-hmm. But so something's going on. I'm not – I don't know if – I guess I'm not rinsing well enough. Yeah. Getting um, out of the corner. In a hurry. That's I've it. That. That's it. I'm in a hurry. What about when you Slow brush down it down. and you drop a big glob of toothpaste on your shirt? Mm. Golly. Good night. It won't come off. No. Um, I, yesterday, I, yesterday afternoon, I, it was a, it was an afternoon for me at the house where I'm like, okay, I got to get some stuff done that, you know, you just normally don't like to do. Like we have a little berm behind the house, a little hill and it'll get weeded up and you got to keep it, you know, weeded and, and knocked down. And of course, every time you're trying to get up there, you know, you're on a, such a downslope, you, <clears throat> you're trying not to fall backwards. I, I think if there was video of that, I w- y'all would probably sit back and enjoy because I about fell about six, seven times. But so I get that done. But then the, hey, the dogs need to be shaved down. Okay. They, I've got uh, a couple of dogs that um, are Austra- Australian shepherds and, you know, they get long hair. Well, it's hot. I mean, it's real hot where oh, we live. It okay. Is. I mean, it's, it's like not just hot. It's like, hey, it's real hot. And I can't imagine, you know, um, with that, with that kind of coat, uh, just being outside all the time when they are, so we keep them shaved down. They love it, you know, but just the chore of doing it is you got to sit down and, and they're pretty good. They actually sit there. One of them sits there and he's just like, Hey, just, just let's go. But get, it's a lot it of hair. Yeah. A lot of hair. But Leo, who we've talked about is not, I don't think he's right. I think he's gotten better. Though. Yeah. He's gotten a little better, but he's got one floppy broke ear. And so I'm he's basing like, he's, that off know. of 30 minutes a yeah. couple weeks ago. Okay. So okay. I don't really know. Right. I'm just throwing that out. Yeah. Well, he's, he might've been just on good behavior. He might've been. Well, he's like, you know, moving around and, and Hey buddy, would you sit still, please? I, I don't like this either. And so after it was over, I was like, okay, now it's, it's shampoo time. going to shampoo him. And, you know, why do dogs get so excited after a shampoo? You know, it looks like they're miserable, but then once the shampooing and the bath is over and you start to towel them off a little bit, they get to run around. Yeah. That that butt gets up yeah. under oh, those back get, hind legs, and they get to running around. And they were running around that front yard like they had won the lottery. That's and funny. they're just so happy. What if that's how we – I said, man, what if what every time we had a shower we got that I happy? do that. Do you really? Yeah, I'm just excited every time it happens. <laughs> every time it happens? Yeah. That y'all, they just – they just was just so excited. I don't know why. I, Chloe would, uh, that's the chihuahua uh-huh. in the house. And now she's that got old, she can't jump up on the bed. But 
Used to when you gave her a bath after you towel it off, she would run down the hall, jump on the bed, and push all the pillows off the bed. <laughs> Every time, and it scrub her head like this. Oh yeah, it, yeah. But it would make it would hit all the pillows and knock them all off the bed. I don't know why. Every time, do they just? I mean, I don't. I don't, I don't know. Don't. You bring up a good point though about it, there's something about us. Once we get a shower, we mm-hmm. do feel tremendously better. We do, I and we get, and we're awake. Carpet start especially in, especially in the mornings. I mean, think oh, about yeah. the, think about your difference oh. between getting in the shower and getting oh, out. Oh yeah, I, when I yes, when I get up this morning, like you say, making that walk to the shower. Yes, mm-hmm. how much uh, different is it walking so out than heavy, it is walking? And in. I can't I almost just fall asleep standing. I know. Mm-hmm. And then also, I come out of the shower, I'm holding you guys. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but that's later, our version of that. Now, we don't roll later, around and wiggle our rear end. But, yeah, that's well, just what I was going to say. What if but a, that's our the shower, version. you jumped on the bed and threw the pillows off and started yeah. rolling around a little bit? Huh? <laughs> I mean, but they, they, they hit. What I, if you I, drug your butt like dogs? Yeah. How quick do you think they hit the grass and they were rolling around oh, yeah, in the grass? On the side just, of face, oh, yeah, yeah. And just chasing each other like little two little kids running around in the yard. And all it was, they just had a little shower, a little bath. I mean, haircut. Huh? Yeah. Shaving haircut. Shaving haircut is what they got yesterday. Well, and look at this. Dog version. Here's where you got to look at it, too. They're so happy. We got to analyze it because they don't get this often. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the way we act, and we do it two oh, times yeah. a day. Yeah. If we didn't have one for yeah. six weeks, we may act like that, yeah, too. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. But I so it's, it's like so hot. And my 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 house faced the west, so unfortunately, it just beams down. The sun just hits the front of the house. So anything you're doing up front late in the day, I mean, it's right there. The sun just beaming right there, and and it's hot. The driveway's hot, hot. So they get the they get their little shave down right, and then I I knew it was it, it's shampoo time, and but they didn't. So then I turned the hose on, and the, you know, of course they're not going to come anywhere near the hose. And I guess that's because of me because. I'm a little kid and I like to spray them when I've got the hose sure. on. So they're, you know, they're not going to come anywhere near it. And I, and I told them, Hey, y'all don't understand this water's really cold and it's going to feel really good if you'll just come over here. And, uh, and so I'm Jack and Leo's the two, name of the two dolls. So I'm screaming at Jack, Jack, come here. You just come here. So then you got to like, you know, throw them off a little bit. So then you throw the hose down and you're like, yeah, try that come fake. here, buddy. You know, and then all of a sudden you get gotcha, sneak up, uh-huh. on him. Yeah. and then I I hit him with that cold water, and he sat there like, oh, oh yeah. yes, sir. Why was I even fighting this? Yeah, huh? once he he saw what he'd been missing, <laughs> and he gets to running around. He's just, I just like, man, I wish I was that excited sometimes. What? Go ahead and be, huh? You can do that. Oh, lay, man, that little butt's up under there, his hind legs, and they get to running around. Huh? How about when they try to start and they can't get going? Huh? They don't know what to do. Huh? Left, right, where I go? Oh, my gosh. It is funny. All I'd right. like to see you start reacting. Just running circles, too. Just so happy. Fast. Just, I mean, just so clean. Shaved down. They feel better, I think. I don't mean you know, I bet they, they do. They don't talk to me, but I, you know. You tell me. All right, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is for you, Helmsy. This is one of your songs you wanted to hear. Adler, Adler I know you can't, uh, you can't play it on YouTube. But it's zone. Hey, I think they said we can't play it either. I know. Uh, this is, this is what he wanted to hear yesterday, Greg. 
How are you feeling about it, Greg? I think it's terrible. Uh, this is when you he need was working to get in the zone. <laughs> That's awesome. This is this is for you. Hey, this is a good motivational song. Pump you up. Good workout song. I got this for Greg. Come on, friends. Look at Greg. Oh, he's moving a little bit. While we need a good bit doing this. And this is the headphones. If uh, you were listening yesterday, uh, you know, Helmsy was wanting to play us to play a couple of songs for him. We didn't get to this one. That'll be the Come last on. time I ask y'all anything. Well, uh, please. I'm playing. I hope it is yeah. if we're playing this. Um, Greg, you don't get it. You, you don't listen to motivational music when you're doing things. No, I don't. Kind of get you don't. fired up. I mean, you don't. I, you know that, it's not your game. I don't want you to worry about it. I don't mean to try that because I, I, if I run and stuff, I don't listen to that. I know. Mm-hmm. See, that's uh-huh. what we're talking about here. You know what I listen to? Yeah, you know what I don't I, – I, I try to listen to something because I don't want to hear myself struggling to breathe, you know? I've just never <laughs> been that person where songs motivate me to do things. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I normally, like songs. I normally just listen to just listen to something, you know, instead of listening to my feet pound the, on the pavement. No, I'm not saying that. Um, so here you go, Helmsy. This is for you. What is all that going on, though? Him, 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 him. What is all that? Jerry, I don't know. Okay. It's music. Okay. Yeah. Music? Um, it's uh, it is. is that what that is? It's zoned by, and I don't know how to pronounce it. Helmsy, help me oh, out. I'm sure. There. I don't even know. F V M. I'm sure it's duh something. L E S dub, whatever. It's zone. <laughs> Featuring Vic Sag. Alrighty. Y'all wouldn't believe what's on my playlist. That's good. One Gets there, me going. Man. I got. I've got. Well, I was I've playing got, that for you. I've got music depending on what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. If I'm carrying rocks up a big ledge. I got a I got a song for that. You got to get in your zone. If I'm doing something like mowing the yard, I got a different tune for that. (laughs) If I'm cleaning stuff around the house, different song for that. I go different genres depending on what I'm doing. You have like Mm -hmm. some that's kind of mellow. I'm versatile out there Mm -hmm. in this world, willing to try new things. I got to tell you, um, yesterday I was I was a day behind on um, the. the Bible study uh, that we do Wednesdays at noon central with Rick. Mm-hmm. And um, I was, I was behind. And so I sat down to give the dogs a shave referring back to last segment. Yeah. And you know, when you just, when you got like clippers and, and the trimmers, that's, you know, unless you've got something to actually hold, when you're trying to hold the dog and do it, you'll lose all sense of like how nice you should be and how you should talk and how you should be kind. You know what I mean? And I, so I hit the Bible study and listened to the whole Bible study. It took me the whole Bible study to to shave both of them. And I got to tell you, it helped me get through it and stay calm. Oh, you talking about doing something like that to yeah, change well, your attitude? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It will. And I didn't get as mad. So th- thank you, Rick. There are things that will change your attitude. Yeah, yeah. Imagine that. Um, and the kids would just poke their head in, and it looked like I had killed an animal and shaved it. Uh, you know, there was so much fur everywhere, and I was just sitting in the middle of it, and they just backed out, yeah. which I don't blame them. They just they picked the head in and said, I'm out. <clears throat> I'm, I'm out. Um, all right, we have a story here. Uh, and, Jay, look, just um, just having my youngest, Reese, get his driver's license and having yes. to drive around a lot and stuff, uh, I mean, that's something that you got to do. I mean, you got to, you know, get out of your comfort zone, let them drive, and then you just ride around town. But this one here is a little different, isn't it, Greg? Well, there's a Tennessee grandma. She's 58. Mm-hmm. She faces charges after, this is the headline, teen's driving lesson leaves five people hurt. This is from the plea. 58-year-old grandmother 
Now, she faces DUI and other charges. <laughs> now, if you're going to give a driving lesson, maybe not drink before it. No, That's, probably not. I'm not being you know, fuddy-duddy, but I think right. that would be a good idea. Probably now, he was 13 years old, her grandson. Mm-hmm. She made him, sit, young. made him sit in her lap. <laughs> okay? <laughs> and then they plowed. And this, I mean, this part's bad because some people were seriously hurt. They plowed into a bunch of people along the street yeah. in Memphis. There's the teen. I'm just going to quote him. Now, this is how it's written. I didn't want to, the teen told the station. <laughs> But I ain't had no choice, oh. so she told me to sit in her lap, and I did. That's the quote. Yes. Uh, some victims critically injured. Uh, <laughs> she faces charges of driving with a suspended or revoked or canceled license, right. DUI, child endangerment, okay, and as well as charge under state's financial responsibility law, in other words, I guess, to pay for everything she tore up. Her license had been suspended for five years. <laughs> and now this is her she got drunk have no license and i look at my 13 year old grandson and go i'm gonna teach you to drive today <laughs> and she plowed in the people he said he was in her lap he said and i quote i ain't know what to do i pushed the brake but she pushed the gas pedal and went straight ahead and started crashing into those folks so they were fighting each other mm. breaking gas he claims he's trying to hit the brake and she's just standing on it mm. where were they going <sighs> She was just taking him on a driver's lessons. I don't know where. The, I guess it was. It was around Memphis. Obviously, they were just people walking on the mm-hmm. sidewalk, you know. And they, they got. But is this them. one of those things where she was drunk and needed to go somewhere? So she said, "Hey, let's Let do a driver's." I don't lesson know. I didn't say. Maybe she was out of because beer. I need to go get some extra beer. Probably. Yeah, alcohol. But, but now the point where she's stomping the gas and he's stomping the brake that doesn't make sense. No, it but doesn't. Her it daughter, doesn't. who is the the boy's mom, she said, "I don't know." When she was asked why she allowed her son to take a driving lesson. She goes, I hope she's learning her lesson the whole time she's in jail. Oh. I hope she thinks okay. twice the next time. Family As for the sparring. teen, mm-hmm. you want his quote? Yes. I love his quote. I ain't want to drive no more, he told the station. Yeah, that'll scare you. He says he's done with it. Well, 13's a little young to be thrown into that. Yeah, especially when especially with drunk grandma. In your lap and yeah. She's stomping the gas and you're trying to drive and you run over a bunch of people. So many, how about this? Pretty traumatized. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. get why you don't want to drive. No, I, I do too. Especially yeah. if it's, you know, on grandma's lap trying to, you know, get her home. When we write stories, do we have to write it exactly how yeah, it's called? It's because yeah. it's a quote. You have okay, to quote it. And know, that's what Greg was doing, just quoting. Yeah. Um, you know, again, this this goes back to I've never seen a book in the he- and, and the cover of the book be. You know, how drinking has helped my life. I've never seen that one. But you go back, and I guess that's I how it started. I've she never seen one, let's get drunk and give a driving lesson. Either. No, I hadn't either. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I hate to say this, but I don't think we got tools here to pull this off. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. We are back 25 minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in. This portion of the show brought to you by SimplySafeBubba.com. Guys, true story here. You ready for this one? friend of mine, uh, they have a new construction. Uh, they're wrapping up, and it's time to start thinking about their home security. And they called me and they said, Hey, is it simplysafebubba.com? What is it? And I said, That's exactly what it is. And uh, they were getting their uh, their package together and going to make their own uh, as far as uh, what they needed for window sensors, door sensors, all this kind of stuff, uh, doorbell camera, uh, you name it. Simplysafebubba.com can handle that for you. It's a no brainer, folks. 
Uh, they protect you uh, like no other. SimplySafeBubba.com. Uh, they've got everything you need to protect your home with uh, none of the drawbacks of traditional home security. Uh, we're talking about an arsenal of sensors that I was just talking about for every room, window, you name it. Uh, they've got professional monitoring that keeps a watch on your house or your business uh, day and night, ready to send police, fire, or medical professionals if there's an emergency. Uh, you need to check them out right now uh, for your uh, home or small business. SimplySafeBubba.com. You're going to receive free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. So uh, check them out. There's nothing to lose. SimplySafeBubba.com or RickandBubba.com under the sponsors button. But I felt good pointing people in the right direction. He goes, hey, what you got in your house? Is it Simply Safe? Said, Does he yep. talk like that? He, he is a little, bit, a little bit. A okay. little bit. I was just wondering. And uh, he said, now, what, what do I do? Do I go in brick and mortar or online? I said, well, just go to SimplySafeBubba.com. He's Stay like, in oh, that okay. voice the whole time. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little high pitch. Kind of like you do sometimes. Yeah. You'll get high pitch. We're trying to drive a point. Huh? Yeah, I mean, come on. Um, yeah, all right, so there's a lot to talk about here as we break down the news of the day. All right, so uh, speaking of the news of the day, the news of the week, it seems, has been the explosion in Lebanon, right? You remember the yeah. explosion that took out so many? That was a big one, guys. Still looking for bodies, and I think they're uh, at, at almost 150 now, and they say the number's going to go up because trying to – figure that one out after if you've seen the explosion you know what i'm talking about it took down buildings everything i had to mushroom cloud yeah i had to tell someone yesterday they sent a video a doctored video Mm. of a missile coming in and and i said i said this is fake and and maybe they, that's the one that it didn't take long though. they didn't respond they didn't respond was. to me um and and but I, I hated to break the news to them but it <laughs> yeah. was it's you know there was guys no, look at that there was no missile yeah that, that's, well, was, that's some power this is one of the updates because investigators Ooh, you know they've that. got look their hands that. full trying to figure this thing out and exactly what happened there's there's rumor that somebody uh, was welding and a fire broke out that started this that, that sent the fireworks off that were stored that then uh, hit the ammonium nitrate that was was there. Uh, listen to how long the ammonium nitrate was there. We talked about it, it was a Russian ship that they had so seized. So it was still on the ship, and yes. the ship was sitting there. And I didn't. I thought it was like in a factory or something. I thought they took it off a ship. Yeah, but their their so investigators are uh, are probing uh, the the scene, and they said it's it's kind of tough here. But um, it, they're pointing to a Russian ship that had been docked at port for nearly seven years with inappropriate security or anything. You're talking about kicking the can down the road. We'll the, deal with that at some point. Yeah, The locals there that worked at the, the port, you know, and the, they called the ship the floating bomb. Well, they were correct. Because it went off. Well, and it's it is scary to know years. that these things are coming in and out of the ports. Mm-hmm. And, and But that's but they know, and they're moving them around and put them in, in the locations they're supposed to, unlike mm-hmm. this situation where it sat there and for seven years. Seven years. Yeah. That's a long time. So the Russian vessel the was carrying um, agricultural fertilizer with 2,750 metric tons of ammonium nitrate. This is that stuff that will green wow. up your yard in a minute, mm-hmm. by the way. But you so like them. when you look and you see like 2400 or 24 yeah. whatever, it's the one that greens it up. Mm. Some of y'all may not know that. Mm-mm. Yep. Apparently. That's what a landscape guy told me. How about that? Apparently the, green it up. the Russian vessel that locals called the floating bomb uh, hit fi- a financial snag and was docked in Beirut in 2013, according to legal documents God. and Lebanese officials. So we we just got a floating bomb just well, sitting at port, and it's possible. I mean, this is why the? this is the we don't know if it was deliberately set or not. But if you've got if you've got explosives 
if you've got that amount of ammonium nitrate sitting there for seven years, mm-hmm. terrorists get wind of it mm-hmm. and they figure out a way, hey, we could possibly use this as this this bomb that's sitting down there. The thing about the beauty of our ports and stuff is we know thing, where things are. We're constantly moving them around. We and, and so if you sit something there for seven years, it is possible that terrorists go, hey, here's our next plan. They're not going to do anything with this, so hey, let's do something with it. Y'all heard about floating bombs? I've got, hey. The I've, old floating bomb. I've got so-and-so down at the dock. He can put those fireworks close to it. We'll just set them off and mm. get out of there. Well, Mistake. that's possible. They, um, Mistake. it looks here that the cabinet, uh, ordered there in, um, in Lebanon, uh, an unspecified number of Beirut port, um, officials put under house arrest pending the investigation. Can't leave. So they're trying to figure it out. But I guess the the update was, and we had heard, I you know, I heard, man, it's been there a couple of years, whatever. I, first of all, I didn't know that it blew up still on the ship. Okay, didn't know that. I thought it might have been in the yeah, factory. I there and, and I didn't know it had been there since 2013 either. So there's your update. And so we'll find out more as, as the investigators come through everything. Um, that's a big old bomb. Guys. That's a big old bomb, boys. A big old bomb. And they've got their hands full on trying to figure this one out. Um, but the, uh, the uh, customs director there in Lebanon uh, has repeatedly sent letters to the um, the higher-ups there for years warning them that the cargo is was um, called the floating bomb, and they put, he put warnings out going, hey, this doesn't need to be here, and just went ignored since 2013. Mm. So a lot, lot coming Why out. Why do you ignore that? I mean, I don't get that. Mm. That's a big deal. Yeah. Why, 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 how does that get away from your desk and you go, ah, we'll deal with that later? Yeah, you want to go, hey, I mean, guys, that ought to guys, be one this, of the f- we got sitting in right, right. here, docked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or maybe Something. after the count, you said several letters, maybe the second letter goes, hey, man, what, what do we got this? This They calling this floating bomb down there. Mm-hmm. Somebody ought to address this. Why yeah. have we not taken care of this yet? Right. It's been seven years. Holy. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll get to around year 10. Yeah. Well, they don't have to worry about it now. Mm-mm. They it's don't. Gone now. No, they don't. They Bigger. got. They got them a handle there. Bigger issues. They do. Yeah. A few with them. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I. It's. It's very well known how Bubba. Oh, come on in, Ad. Look at him. Here comes Ponytail. Putting it up. Oh no, taking it down. Yeah, oh, this must be serious. Okay. Oh hey, today's no. somebody start. needs business. Sturgis, you heading out? I am. Yeah. The official it, start. Hitting the road. Here, here, here come the bikers. Um. And I know we've said this on the show, but I read it again this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Oklahoma City bombing was two tons of that stuff. The Lebanon mm-hmm. Beirut explosion was two thousand seven hundred pounds of that stuff. Exactly. That just tells you the scale of this. No, I said two one- tons is two thousand pounds. No, it was it was two thousand seven hundred tons. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. two versus two thousand seven hundred. Right. Sorry. Yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah, a big yeah, deal. Yeah. So that's, that's a big because you saw what the Oklahoma City bombing did. Yeah. Parked the truck in front of the building and just blew the whole front of the building. Out. Right. Right. Two thousand wow. tons of this stuff mm-hmm. on that boat. Ooh. It's just it was one fifth the power Ooh. of Hiroshima. Wow. Good night. Exactly. So what if you're the customs guy and you're like, why won't anybody listen to me? I'm sending you letters. How do you let that sit there with that the cargo, kind of capability? Um, you know how much is in there. The the cargo was was nicknamed a floating bomb there with at the port. Hey, or did you Hello? want it sitting there? For seven years, since 2013. I don't know. I'm just saying that, know. but you don't know. It's a lot of fertilizer, y'all. So with that, that evidence, a lot of green yards. With that evidence, we can say that 
and I'm seeing that doctored footage of the missile and stuff. Yeah. Like, there's a screen grab. Oh, you know, I know. It's, it's like, ridiculous. We're get all that. It's very easy. I mean, we can put yeah. with my phone. I can put you know like ice crystals on my face right <laughs> yeah. now. As right. I'm, you know, like, yeah. we can all do this very easily, quickly. So don't yeah. get sucked into all these conspiracy theories and folks right. stuff, folks. But then there's the idea. All right, so it's it's been on in the paperwork that this is there. Who who could see this paperwork? Could people then target that? That is a possibility. That's what I said a minute ago. If it's been sitting there for seven years, somebody knows that it's been sitting there for seven years. The word gets out. But also people are careless and people do stupid things. I mean, like accidents do happen, and this is just a really, really big one. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. So you're in charge you're in charge of the investigation, right? And I know when it comes to the, these investigators, they're 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 very good at what they do when it comes to all right, what started a fire and all that kind of stuff. But in most cases, the structure hasn't been blown to smithereens yeah. like this. I mean, how do you even investigate? Okay, how did because everybody that was there is dead, right? Uh, and I, I guess you have to go to witnesses or somebody that knew something. Uh, but how do you even know? Well, this is how it started because you couldn't run away quick enough. It cut. Yeah. I mean, it look at what it did. There's a hole in the ground where there was like a dock and concrete. Yeah. I mean, it, the ocean is just there now. Wow. Yeah, well, anyway, investigators got their hands full there. But there's your update uh, as far as how long that ship had been there. And I guess it was still on the ship. Uh, it had been there since 2013, the floating bomb. So there you go. Well, it went off. It did. It did. It did, it did indeed. 2,750 metric tons of ammonium nitrate. And that, that big cloud that you see, I guess that's just what happens when an explosion that quick, that big happens. It yeah. just creates that kind of vapor cloud that yeah. that looks like a nuke almost. Yeah, right. Would you see the missile? I did see the <laughs> missile, <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Alan, I, I hope you're not too mad at me. I was running a little bit late this morning, and I was hoping you wouldn't be too mad with me. There I am doing it. There all my buddies are. They're doing it, too. And we're all doing it together. We are. It is nine minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba join us right after top of the hour. You heard from Eddie Van Adler last segment. He's got TV rolling, and we thank him for being here. Greg Burgess, uh, Michael Helms, uh, he is, uh, they're both here. They're ready to go. Zip up is uh, getting his spark all mixed up, ready to go. This is not on my playlist, sure? but I'd like to add it. This would be a good weed eating song. Uh, it's just a little instrumental, <laughs> bit, little instrumental bad here. So you could see yourself going left and right, weed eating, weed eating, weed eating. You know, I haven't done this, this in a long daddy. time. Why don't you get on him a little bit? It's just this a, is his song. This is a, you know, I don't listen to this. It's Who's just song? an instrumental. This is his. He yeah. just grabs stuff. Yeah, I just yeah. that's just an instrumental. I hope he don't. No, it's just an instrumental that we were. You sit around the house listening to that? Uh, no, I do not. Uh, all right, so uh, you know, it's working been out a, in the garage. What if I him do? and the boys? What if I do? That's Come on, one more. This is what he was listening to yesterday when he's shaving those dogs. One more rep. Come on. Uncle Greg said you can do it, boys. Uh, uh, me not as uh, as we uh, we get back, um, we haven't done this in a long time where I play a little bit of audio and I'm like, how about that? <laughs> how about that? We it's been so long. We're not sure uh, if that's actually how what about you that? What do you think of that? Yeah. I can't we remember. can't figure yeah. out the exact phrase. What do y'all think used. about that? 
What do y'all think about this? Listen how about to that? this. How about this? Um, <laughs> we have a um, – well, I'm just going to play it, and I'm going to okay. tell you what mm-hmm. happened. Oh, here's what I want I want – well, I think it kind of tells you in this. Tell me what you think's happening after I play this. All right. Uh, you ready? Sounds good. You ready, idiot? <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. <clears throat> Take a listen. I'm about to get this. Well, I hope it don't got no snake. Oh! It's it stuck on something! Oh, God, there's a snake! It's a big snake! That was so good! What did she say? What was that? What was that last line? All right, so there's obviously a snake in play. Are they lifting something up? This. Well, this, is, this, is what, this is what happens when breakfast comes in every morning for us. Snake. Oh! It's it stuck on something! Oh, oh it's it struck on something. Stuck on snake. something. It's a big snake! That was so good! That's what Bubba what does when breakfast arrives. That's know. how excited yeah, Bubba yeah, gets yeah, when breakfast arrives. That was my dogs after the shower <laughs> or bath yesterday. All right, so we, what it is is a girl choked up in fear after seeing a snake. She was in Louisiana at the swamp there and grabbed something. And then she saw a big snake, and it, and she was frightened and choked up, uh, and couldn't really get any words out. I don't like snakes. Raise your hands if you can deal with snakes. I know Adler had one, so I guess he can. Yeah, he maybe. I, I don't like snakes. I don't yo, like yo, nothing yo. about them. I don't. Growing like up on the them. river, I was around them a good bit, so I don't. I'm yeah. not like scared of them. Right. Uh, but I'm not I don't. I'm not going to go grab one. I'm not going to go towards it if I, I don't see like one. Unless I've got snake. a gun. Yeah. No big fat rattlesnake. No. I don't like that. Who, who likes that? Mm-hmm. I want to hear it one more time. Itself. That last part. One more time? Yeah. Okay. All right. This is this is us. Well, I hope it don't got no snake. Oh! It, it's stuck on something. Oh, God, there's a snake. It's a big snake. That was so good. <laughs> that last part. I what me. she said. I love that. That is so good. Oh, you, you, have you ever has anything ever happened to you where you have no words, and you're just like, yeah. yes, it's been a while, but yeah, I was um, years ago it was parasailing. I've only done it once, and uh, you, Tyler, you got drugged through the water. Yes, that time. I that. and I remember getting getting drugged through the Gulf of Mexico. Just <laughs> I, I why did they not stop? Well, they didn't realize. I, they, <laughs> I thought they, at some they, point you were going to come yeah, back yeah, up. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And you're trying to get somebody's I attention. Y'all, y'all and, you know, oh yeah, Tyler was sitting right beside me, and we that were scares me. We were and 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 not only that, but I was getting tangled up. Surprised I didn't pull my leg off. I remember. I don't you know, know what for you some said? reason I got that. You said you're a show dog. Yeah, <laughs> we've actually got audio of it. Yeah, we do actually. Um, you, you know how when. Um, you know how when they they if you've ever been parasailing they'll like let you they let they'll let you they'll slow down and yeah. let you dip your legs Is into the water what, and then bring you back it? up yeah well it didn't uh did Y'all they didn't go back up I I think we were the first of the day uh and uh and whatever they had uh, on the on, on the actual boat wasn't like uncoiled all the way or something and there was yeah. slack in the line I don't know but Who this knows? is this is kind of uh how it sounded uh if if you want to know the truth. Every time I think oh, about gosh. it. Oh, gosh. Dad gummit. I thought I had it. Wrong. Crap. He thought he had it on. <laughs> I thought I got you. I'm about to get this. Well, I hope it don't got no snake. Oh, it's it stuck on something. Oh, God, there's a snake. It's a big snake. That was so good. <laughs> I still don't know what she's saying. I don't either. I like oh, it, I think though. I got video now. Um, all I right, like so it. there you go. There's the. How about that? Did y'all like that? Y'all want to do more of that? Yeah, I like that. Huh? Do y'all like want to do, do more. more of that? I like to do it more. We can, we can if you want. <laughs> oh, I got video. I got video ad. Well, I hope it don't got. I'm sorry, Adam. Oh, 
it's stuck on something. Oh god, there's a snake. It's a big snake. Oh, it was, was a big so snake. Good. Yeah, that was a big snake. I don't like that. Don't like it. Don't like nothing about it. Don't like snakes. I had to it, when I was weed eating yesterday. I had to get over behind uh, the fence a little bit where it had grown up, and I was I was a little worried about that. Now I'm I'm looking. At, he's showing the video. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm, so they're they're like pile, they've they're fishing. Mm-hmm. So they've got what they you know you put the uh, you almost jug fishing. You know, and that's what they've got those little and that's what they're doing. They're pulling one up oh, yeah, and the snakes it. on it. That's what they're doing. How about that? I didn't know that's what. How about that? I see those all the time in the river, and I'll mm-hmm. go look, check them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Some, knowing somebody's put it out, and yeah. mm-hmm. but I like to look. Are y'all are y'all more disturbed by snakes or or like a, a rat? A uh, snake. Snake. Uh, yeah, I don't like rats, but I, a snake. Well, I, I didn't think you did. If I if I'm if I open a cabinet, mm-hmm. let's say, and I, I'd rather a rat be there than yeah, a snake. Yeah, because that's be there. more common. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Michigan, I don't like either one dope. of them. No, neither. Good Shove a dope dope. I got Good there was a chipmunk in the garage just uh, I guess oh, it was two chippy. days ago. You my little chip. He couldn't get chip, out, chip. and and it was I, I you know I didn't I was just kind of watching him hang out. I was kind of talking to him a little bit like he's my buddy. Mm. You know that's what's funny because we'll let a chipmunk hang. I know. Out. I know. A rat, if it was a different. if it was a rat, I'd have ran over there with a shovel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and done away with it but if I could have got to it. The chipmunk, I was like, "Hey, buddy, what mm-hmm. you doing?" No, no. You almost mm-hmm. want to have him as a pet. Yeah. You know, if you'll just calm down, you can run out right that door right there, that big door. You, yeah, you can get out right there. You want something to eat? You want know, some water? You want to put some water down? There. I'm talking to the <laughs> try thing. Try to tell it. But the whole time, I'm thinking we would not. I would not do this for a rat. Yeah. All right. So an emailer's calling in and says they talk, emailer's they, calling uh, in. Uh, an emailer's checking in and says that they <laughs> wow. speak Cajun and they know what the lady, the girl's saying. <laughs> She's saying, "Grab a shotgun at the end." That's not. I'm I hope it don't got no snake. Oh, it's stuck on something. Oh God, there's a snake. It's a big snake. That was shotgun. Grab a shotgun. She may be, by the way, in the area they're at. That may be true. It may be because you. I'm gonna tell you, you get in those. You get in those waters. You're gonna have a shotgun. Lots to deal with there. Yeah, take us to breaking that voice, Greg. Yo, shotgun. Say we'll be right back. He's not wanting to play today. I don't know what to do. You know what I think you need to do? Get kicked right in the rump. Uh, Come over here. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. How do and welcome to another edition of uh, the Rick and Bubba Show. Brand new hour, and we're thankful that you are here. Uh, we do have a lot uh, to cover, as usual, uh, and you'll be part of it. Eight six six, we be big. The number I just gave you. That'll get you here to chat with us. We start this hour with a national anthem. Stars through the pebble 
Eight and a half minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Uh, we're moving forward. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler have already been working uh, on a kickoff hour for you. Uh, and uh, they're, they're here with us as we continue to get through another edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Your phone calls will be part of it. We'll cover the stories uh, of the day. Uh, we'll try our best to work through the murk and see if we can't find some clarity. Uh, we'll do all that as we move forward and maybe have a little fun along the way. Bring in the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive. Most of you probably know him best as the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters man of the year, the inventor of pizza in a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and a master of the kind's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill. Bubba Bussy! How about you, Rick Burgess, friends, neighbors, and associates everywhere? Welcome into the little party we call the Rick and Bubba Show. I feel their eyes all over me. It's looking like conspiracy. I'm out of friends that I trust. Maybe they're all to us. My heart is filled with suspicion. I've got a fearful condition. It's more than just paranoia. Bubba. Maybe they figured it out. Yeah. So uh, need to breathe. Maybe they're on to us. So we, we have a number of things to discuss uh, on the program today. Um, I actually, um, I definitely will tell you about my afternoon. Uh, I had a little adventure yesterday. I'll, I'll share with you guys. Um, it was, um, you know, it, I, it's like, it, it's difficult because there's so much, and it's why we had the Gunnersville Treaty. I mean, we, we, we came up with the Gunnersville Treaty because we got to the point for those of you that may be new to the show, the Gunnersville Treaty is we um, we were afraid. You couldn't even, like, you'd have to, like, peek into your office. You'd yeah. have to look over your shoulder. You couldn't you, function. And a lot of times the, the what we have to do uh, the rest of our day, coming out of here is like you've just – it's like somebody trying to get you to, like, do something physically right when you finish the workout. Right. You know, because we've been in here mentally trying to stay sharp. We're we're pummeling each other. We're having some fun. <laughs> we're wrestling. We're talking to callers. We're, we're trying to figure out the world. And it's almost like you kind of wander out into the rest of the world, almost ill-prepared until you can kind of get fresh and get back on your feet. And I probably put some things, stacked some things in there yesterday too close together. Right. right. And uh, and I, I wasn't on top of my game. And um, and I, I, I had a, two things happen to me yesterday that I, that I probably could have avo- avoided if I'd just been thinking clearer. I think it was probably Wednesday, a uh, hangover from Wednesday. That was a long day yeah, for yeah, you. It was, uh, uh, that's that's a little much. It's yeah. just, I mean, we're not digging post holes here, but no, uh, that there's was, only so so much, uh, so, such a, there's only so many words you can say in a yes, day, and yes. so many so many hours you can stay on point. Yes. Uh, but uh, you know, I I got up this morning, I got the heck scared out of me. Um, we uh, I come out of our bedroom and it's dark, you know, and. We have a like many people, kind of a picture window, you know, in the living room oh, yeah, area. Yeah. And I see some shadows on the window. Uh-oh. And sometimes you, you have that with the bushes, you know, blowing because we have some uh, accent lighting, you know, it shines up on the house, you know, like mm. a lot of people, external illumination. Yep. And I notice a strange looking head. 
and I'm thinking, you know, because you just come out of a dark bedroom, you're trying to be quiet, you're trying to get going, you know, you, you, you know, that time of day, you're almost kind of like a, a robot just trying to move and get going. Yeah. And something has got a head in our window, and it scared the crap out of what? me. What? And I realized it was two deer looking in the window. Hmm, looking in the yes. window? Wow. Yes. Yeah, moving around. We had some bushes cut, and I think they were in there looking around, see what was going on. Oh, no. That, 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 but they, they that were right up against the window because it looked like a monster. Yeah. You know, oh, it, yeah, had a, it, it had a sure. big, long face, yeah. big ears, yeah. <laughs> and, and which kind of looked like horns yeah. you know, sitting up on top of it. So. Man, I jumped. I thought, what the heck? And I realized that's two deer right in our window mm. with a little backlight on them. Yeah. Yeah, that was – hey, I did it. I jumped pretty quick. I was like, wait a minute. I went full kung fu mode on that. I, yeah, mean, I was about go. ready to have to defend myself. <clears throat> yeah, I, I will tell you for our state, and some of you don't know the history of our state, but we, we went through a period of time where we had very few, if any, American whitetail deer, and we decided we would try to bring their population back. It seems that human beings, when we decide to bring the population mm-hmm. back of something, we go over. We, we overshoot a little yeah, bit, yeah. yeah. And, and now we got them everywhere. I mean, we got alligators in people's lakes everywhere. Sure, we got mm-hmm. in their swimming pools. We got bears getting into people's beehives now, and thousands of yeah, uh, b- Burmese I mean, pythons. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, just covered up down in the Everglades. Sure, we got deer looking in our window. Sure, you know. So it's there's there's a lot. every morning I have to going down the road. I see you got to be careful. Every morning. Yeah. You got to really yeah. be careful. I mean, they're right driving. on the edge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when we were like little kids? The thought of seeing a deer. Oh wow! It it, it, it felt unattainable. You couldn't wait to tell everybody if you did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. not every not, now and then. If you got a shot, I saw one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, every I, I now and then. And horns, might. whatever. Didn't yeah. Even oh, yeah. If it had horns, you oh, know, well, yeah. my goodness. And now you have to honk to get them out of your driveway. Crazy. You know. I can't even remember probably the first time I ever saw a buck. Yeah, I, I bet I didn't see one time I was in my 30s. <laughs> <laughs> I remember rabbit hunting one time. I saw one. Ra- we were rabbit hunting, and one got up. That's the first buck I think I ever yeah. saw in a while. Yeah. I, I mean, I saw one. Like Dad would come home, and it'd be something like a, a spike, spike or yeah. four. Well, we we used to joke. We we had a little hunting camp we were in, and it was halfway across the state. I mean, it really no, was. Sure. And uh, you could get there after work. We got off at lunch, but you had to hightail it over there. Sure. And then at dark, you had to hightail it back to get home late. Sure. And we used to do that some during the week yeah. for some reason. I know. You look back and, now. Uh, were we just were we youthful <laughs> then? Or yeah, something? yeah. We had a lot of energy. Yeah. Um, and I would go many times, didn't see a deer. We're out in the middle of the wilderness. Come home, and I had to honk the horn to get them off my oh, driveway yeah, so I could no, pull in. Yeah. Because we don't hunt them in the neighborhoods, and they know that. Right, so yeah. they've got very comfortable there. Yeah, we've got one buck that's made it the last few years in our neighborhood that is the biggest free range, uh, as far as the area we live in, buck that I've ever seen. Okay, and as far as just our area, right? I'm not talking right. about I've ever seen in in, right. in the whole state, but where we are, and um, and I worry now because you know we've lost some veterans on the crest. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they've been replaced by other people. And and we don't have the Morrises with their big feeder behind their house anymore. Right, right. So I wonder will he find somewhere else to live? Because yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Well, yeah. It, some of the biggest free range deer I have seen in our area were taken on a webcam in Vestavia. Oh yeah. In a neighbor in somebody's backyard. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. They go where the pressure ain't, don't they? Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, Sixteen minutes past the hour. We got a lot to do. We'll unpack it. We'll meet. We'll spend today. So be paying attention for that. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
It is 22 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Still to come on the program, I mentioned the Will of Meat will be with us. Uh, later, we're going to talk about uh, a movie. You know, a lot of you got fired up on this new way to get programming and movies that we want by us just financing them as a group ourselves, like the series The Chosen that we love. Well, if you're like us and you love the great outdoors, you like to hunt and fish, as we just mentioned, uh, be talking with uh, Jim Liberatore coming up later in the program. You know him, of course, as the president and chief executive officer. Um, things like uh, the World Fishing Network, uh, the Outdoor Channel, the Sportsman's Channel. I mean, the list, uh, as Speedy mentioned to me yesterday, goes on and on. Uh, and had a chance to talk with him and also Mark Geis, you know, who was pinned down on the roof uh, in the Benghazi situation that that whole movie was made after. Uh, they're teaming up uh, to put together a movie and finance a movie. First one I've ever heard of that actually features in the, the story of the movie, Hunting and Fishing, uh, and it's great for outdoorsmen. Uh, the film's called The Harvest, and we'll let you know how you can be involved in that with him as we talk to him later in the program. All right, so, Bubba, we uh, we have a Pelosi update My today. favorite word yes, is the word. Yes. Is the word. Mm-hmm. The word. Yes. Isn't it a beautiful word when you think of it? Word. <laughs> Ricky, as I get... Yeah, a little older. I, I'm just amazed at at the level of people we have chosen to to run our country. Will you scare us all again yeah. and say what you said in the break about if we can't? Okay. Yeah. Here's here's. Will you, will you terrify all of us again, I, please? I, I heard some people more terrified uh, than two deer heads looking in your window. Yeah, mm-hmm. talking about this. Uh, and these are some these are some of those dark corners of the Constitution we never really talk about because right. we never really get to that point. Yeah. But if for some reason, due to mail in voting due to contested states, contested votes, recounts, all of that, if the election is not settled by the swearing-in date, which I believe is January the 20th, uh, 2021, this next time, the Speaker of the House becomes the acting president of the United States until it's settled. Mm. Nancy Pelosi could become president of the united states of america without one vote being cast my favorite word is the word Hmm. is the word the word isn't it a beautiful word when you think of it word (laughs) so if you like donald trump or not one of the long-lasting contributions he will have to american history is he has unmasked the left he has unmasked the democrat party for who they really are and what they really believe and there's about three stories today that scares me to death, okay? And this is one of them right here. This will ju- well, it just kind of shows you where they are. She's doing an interview with uh, Judy Woodruff from PBS. A bastion P- of conservatives. PBS, PBS. Rick. Okay, this is someone who is usually in the Democrats' pocket, okay? And I think Judy Woodruff is just asking a fair question. She's asking a question, trying to give Nancy an opportunity to cover, to tell, because people realize we're in a deadlock right now over more relief. The, the Republicans' key point is they don't want to pay people not to work. Right. right now, people, and we know a lot of people in restaurants, we know a lot of people in other businesses, and they're saying people won't come back to work because they tell them, hey, I can make more staying at home, why would I work? So that can't continue long term, and I, I I realize why Trump and them agreed to it to begin with to get a deal and get it going, but the Democrats thought now we got it, we're never going to let go of it. So 
the Republicans have their idea of what it should look like, and the Democrats have theirs. Well, the Republicans have moved. They said, all right, we'll meet you halfway. We'll, we'll bring it up. We're not going to pay everybody 600 a week. We wanted 200. We'll move it to 400. How about y'all? Democrats don't want anything to do with it. So Judy Woodruff is just asking the question, what about that? And I want you to watch Nancy's response. She does her right hand in this spinning motion. Yeah, I've noticed that. Like she's, she's got a plate or she's doing a pizza dough yeah. in her hand. Mm-hmm. And she does this all the time. Mm-hmm. But when she really gets mad about something, that's how she, she starts yeah. doing it. Watch mm-hmm. how she does this okay. with Judy. Mm-hmm. It's intensified in its spread. The other point Republicans are making is they are now showing flexibility in money for state and local governments. This is, again, a difference. Democrats want more money. Republicans want a lot less. They are saying they're willing to show flexibility. And they're also saying a lot of the money that was passed in the spring, Madam Speaker, has not even been spent yet. Well, so if you want to be an advocate for them, there? Judy, if you want to be an advocate for them, no, I'm, let's I'm, know what the facts are. I'm playing are. devil's advocate no, here no, I to ask you for your position. You know. <laughs> see, see, the, the here is so you know what she just. You're their advocate. Wow. You're the, you're supposed to what she said. She didn't have an answer. You're supposed to be my advocate. Right. Why are yeah. you asking yeah. that? Why are you asking hard questions? That's what I was going to say. That's a real question, Judy. What the heck? You had you had Judy, who I'm sure probably has doesn't go to the polls <clears throat> and cast a vote for any Republican. Never has. But what she's saying is, even though this is my team, a bizarre concept. I'm even going to look at my team and say, I think my team's being unreasonable. It doesn't mean I'm abandoning maybe even the party that she wants to continue to vote for. I don't think we would ever accuse PBS of being advocates for the Republicans. <laughs> Never. But she ever. All, all she said to all of your points is, hey, let's, if we want to get this done, it sounds like they're trying to give a little. How come we're not giving any? And then she gets she doesn't just say, well, let me answer that for you, Judy. Oh, if you want to be an advocate for them, then fine. She actually just she actually quoted what the Republic they said yeah. this. Right. They said there's money that hadn't yeah. been spent from the first one, and instead of you addressing it, right. you you start slinging it, your hand. Well, Bubba put gaze all over it. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, Nancy, hey, Judy, this is not what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you have questioned the yeah. Queen. Yeah. What P- are you doing? Hey, PBS belongs to us, and y'all better get in line, <laughs> or, or we'll cut funding yeah. like the Republicans want to do. And, and yep. you know why? You know why <laughs> wow. Judy Woodruff had to ask that because everybody, even the libs, even the demos in in Washington, are talking among themselves, going, "Why are we not taking this deal?" They're moving, and we're and the demos are not. What this whole thing's going to blow up? Trump's going to take over. He's given till Friday, and he said, "I'm going to start rolling out executive orders if you don't to Can try I, to solve the problem." I, I'll go this far back to what we were saying before. I think the Democrats. And you know what they're worried about? Trump will get credit yeah. for helping families That's out, right. well, not that, you, Nancy. So why are you not coming to the table on this? No, you're right. And what it is, the Democrats have done such a good job of making people like Judy think this is the end of time. And they've got Judy so stirred up. I think Judy's saying, well, why are we being difficult? I thought this was an emergency. We need to get this done. Uh, Let me play this out and show you how this can become a nightmare. The demos want to paint Trump as the guy who doesn't want to give you any money. Okay. And that's what they were saying. They said, he won't give you any money. We want you to have this. He won't give you any money. Well, Trump is going to take the ball and say, I'm going to give you money. It ain't what you wanted. But look at the people who are blocking it. It's the Democrats. So then the Democrats are going to have to file a lawsuit to keep Trump from giving them money. Well, now who's blocking the money? And very clearly. And there's nowhere to hide on that. Again, once again, the Democrats have overplayed their hand on this. They do it every time. All right, we got more with, uh, I think, Crenshaw. Is that what we're doing next? Yep, we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. 35 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba, thanks for being with us. We're continuing to unpack some of the uh, stories that are uh, prominent in, uh, I guess you have to say... forget it was an interview that started to circulate uh, i think the interview actually happened uh in the um uh, the late 80s maybe early 90s somewhere in there uh but anyway this was a um a former member of the soviet union that had uh, fled to our country seeking asylum and uh, he was interviewed uh, and said look let me tell you that this is the game plan uh when you're when you're a communist country uh, we realize, and we've been working on it and piddling around with the United States for about, uh, uh, it's been now 40 years, but at the time he, he gave another number. And he said, we realize if you want to change a country, all you have to do is change one generation. Mm-hmm. And if you change a generation, then you'll change the entire landscape of a country. And that kind of takes us to the Dan Crenshaw story. Rick, Dan Crenshaw, representative from Texas, has uh, blasted a young lady who writes for Teen Vogue. Teen Vogue. In an op-ed where she is advocating the end to private property rights. Okay? Her name is Candace Mallett, uh, and she advocates for the eventual end of private property rights. She wrote an article called, An Eviction Crisis is Coming. We Need to Treat Housing as a Right. She said it was time to look at the whole private housing and how it plays into the economic violence against communities, especially those of color. She said the pandemic didn't create the housing crisis, but it did expose the cruelty of payment-based housing. Get that term, payment-based housing. Now, all of this while she's probably uh, freeloading in her parents' basement. Yes, exactly. I was thinking Uh, the same thing. She said there's a disconnect of wealth and class between politicians and the public. The Constitution was created by landowning white men who were the only people who could vote for decades after this country's founding. This legacy still guides the government's funding priorities. She has said that uh, not only should there be a moratorium on evictions, uh, she said we should cancel rent outright as this pandemic rages. And we should work toward a world where landlords no longer hold this sort of power over people's lives. Mm-hmm. She added that a rejection of a construct that one person should own this earth's land. Don't miss the last part. This next part. While we're working to abolish the police. Underline. Oh, yeah. We must also work to dismantle what the police were put here to protect. Property. Oh my. What is more evident of a legacy of settler colonialism and its violence than the idea of ownership of land? Hmm. Now that is, uh, that's, uh, that's one of our youth there. And Dan Crenshaw says it should be, it should bother all of us yeah. that the teens of our country are being exposed to this Marxist propaganda. Mm-hmm. Which is exactly what um, it is. And yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Karl Marx couldn't have said it better himself. But see, what, what Candace don't understand, she's she's living in some kind of fantasy world. You think, Bob? Let, let's just say, so we have an apartment building, and people pay to be in that because there was 
an investment by somebody to build it and make money over it long term. If you cancel that, then the people who are financing the building can't make their payment, so they go bankrupt. Then that means they don't hire people to fix things and repair things, and the building starts going into ruin, and eventually somebody repossesses it who owns the land and says, look, if this thing's not generating money, we're going to tear it down and sell it. Somebody, you know, sell the land for something else. So the people you were trying to protect end up homeless either way. The right thing to do is to get a job, budget your money, get housing you can afford. You pay for it. You're secure. You have a good place to live. They keep the facility up. You have a, a landlord that you can uh, address issues with. If you don't feel like they're keeping it to the level they need to, you can redress that through the courts. And they make a profit on it. The bank makes a profit on it, which, by the way, is where you put your money and you want to get some interest back. See, that it all works in a big circle. Candace is looking at it like a straight line, and you can't do that because that's not the way it is. Well, again, I know I've quoted this a couple times, but it makes more sense where these people are coming from. This is why people can say things like, well, Bernie Sanders says we can have free college. Well, Obama said we could all have free health care. Mm-hmm. And see, you can think those kind of things. Yeah, think it all you want. The reason why, based on this, is because we've raised a generation of people that have no idea where things come from. Right, right. They, They've they, never they, had to work. They They've never had to pay their own way. They've never had to experience uh, the, the you know, and, and, and if you've worked, you know what I'm talking about. You On payday, you feel good. You think, you know, I've, I've got paid for something I did, and it was valuable. It was a value to my employer. They made money off of it, and now I can go and spend this how I choose to do it. We make a big deal at our house the, when, when somebody receives, any of our kids, when they have received or just received their very first paycheck. Oh, yeah, it's that, big. That, that was them. Big. They were doing something, and they got paid for it. Right. And there, there was a time in the country where we set goals of things we wanted to accomplish. And now what these people want to create is a, a society where there's no, no goal to, hey, I, one day I'd like to have my own house. No, that, that's, a bad, that's a bad idea. You, you, we, we need to abolish that whole way of thinking. All right, so it, based on her world, she dreams of a world where no one owns private, private property at all. Right. And there is no police. Right, and and I'm I sure. I want to be sure I have Rick, this right. And Rick, let's add to no protect guns. the property. Let's add yeah. no guns because we're going to do away with the NRA, which is the beginning of doing away with the Second Amendment. Does she so, think that if I if there's no private property that criminals won't try to take things from other people? Yeah, well, you will have the people who where, where, keep what? the guns right. and become criminals will come and throw you out of your house or your apartment that you thought was free. And no one will be there to help you. There will be no police. There will be nobody to call. And you've already given up all your guns. You can't defend yourself. So guess what? You're in a worse situation than you were if you'd have been evicted. How how do you really think that private property and law enforcement have created, if you remove those two things, you now get somehow a more free and better society? What Candace doesn't realize, those two things have elevated I mean, our standard of that? living to a place where she can write an article in a magazine. Yeah, I would she, caution everybody. She, I would <laughs> caution everybody out there. Those of you out there that look, and we've all had struggles in our life. I want to warn you right now. 
for those of you that are the most vulnerable and you're, you're, you're trying to find a way to better your situation, maybe to get in a better school system, to get into a, a better neighborhood, can I tell you what is putting you at the highest risk if you're in a crime-ridden area and all that are lily-white liberals. Yep. They want you to live in a world they've never even experienced, and they're trying to solve the problems of a place they've never been. And and the ideas they have are so childlike and so silly. They're so and, simplistic. And so, and, 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 and as I said, they're going to they 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 want to work because last time I checked, and maybe I'm wrong, we actually have something called government housing. Yeah, oh, and, yeah. And, Section and, eight, and it's something that we try to provide for those. Yeah. It, all these things were designed to be bridges. They, yeah. they weren't designed to be where you and your family live for generations. Right. And Rick, I got they were designed for, for you to say, "Here's a place for you while you're trying to get on yeah, your feet." And, and the then, government doesn't just build those; they're a partnership between private and right. government entities, right? Mm-hmm. With tax breaks and incentives for right. them to come in and invest in certain communities, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're what's yeah, going to happen? And the Candaces of the world don't understand that. I'm talking about Teen Vogue Candace, not Candace Owen. She understands, right? Mm-hmm. But 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 Teen Vogue Candace, Teen Vogue Candace is really describing, as, as Dan Crenshaw said, this is Marxism. And yeah, oh, yeah. But what she doesn't understand is the police she wants to run away out of neighborhoods everywhere just gets replaced by government officials in the giant tyrannical central government that now is in charge of all housing and all law enforcement and all everything. Well, if you and, do and, away with it, then you just have uh, you have gangs and thugs right. and warlords that uh, right. dictate what's what the uh, you know what the citizenry can do, if you would. All you're doing is trying to decide who's going to be yeah. in charge, and because it, it is, it's going. There is no. I know you. I guess these people in their mind they picture like a a great commune. Is mm-hmm. that what they picture? I guess. Is that we'll all have flowers in our hair yeah, and sit we'll, around, smoke and, pot all day, and we'll all be somebody yeah. will bring us food. Somehow the we food, got a free house. Yeah. Are we going? I guess we're going to grow it. Or it's not <laughs> not one person's ever even done a garden. They no, have no, idea. <laughs> no, they don't, and, and they're not going to get up and do it. They they can't. You think some pothead's going to get up and mm-hmm. hoe a garden? Mm-hmm. They haven't been out hunting. Nobody's ever taken them hunting or fishing. <laughs> they have no idea how to catch a fish or no. or to get any meat. Rick, that uh, would be that would be cruel to mm-hmm. do that. Yeah, until you're hungry. How can you hook a fish? Right until you're starving. Yeah, I, so I uh, hook a bunch of them. Yeah. I'm hungry if I need dinner. Mm. That's, huh? I, 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 that's how I usually try new things. I get so hungry, I try eat what's available. <laughs> that's right. Uh, hey, I'm become I, a catch uh, and killing machine <laughs> about four in the afternoon. Is that what it is? Because I'm trying to picture out what they picture. Because what they picture, it, it's not. Well, Rick, here's one thing: yeah. Marxism, socialism, communism, whatever version of it you want to call it, it has one good thing going for it. It's an easy sell. To the uninformed masses. That's the only thing it's got going for it. Because trust me, once you get there, there's no going back. Every single tyrannical takeover of all time, their propaganda was just like this. We're going to give you that utopia that this terrible freedom cannot give you. They, every one of them. I mean, and, and, and we haven't learned because we forgot to pass along to another generation uh, how this deception takes place. We'll be back. And Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Tim Tebow, and, hey, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Just two amazing guys. Thank 
Entertainment, eight minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. All right, so continuing uh, the Year America, I'm just not, not going to play the theme over and over again. It's one long. Yeah, it's getting old, right? Well, what, there's so many things. So now we have a Team Vogue that says no more private property, no more police. And now we have a. Uh, you uh, mean payment-based housing? Payment-based. Yeah. In other words, <laughs> rent. Yeah. <laughs> or I guess a mortgage. Or a mortgage. And now. Because to- she, she doesn't want any land ownership. That's really the root of all problems. But now, Bubba, and we've discussed this on there, and you've made a great point about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you never own your land anyway. Just no. don't pay your taxes and see if you own it. Don't yeah. pay your taxes or your mortgage and see who gets yeah. it first. <laughs> right. We're renting it from the government. Yeah. Pay guys. it off <laughs> and, don't, and don't pay your taxes. Yeah, see gone. who gets it. Yeah. See, see yeah. who gets it. See who gets it. Yeah, let's all – we'll end up living We in, gave in, up in, land ownership when we agreed to property taxes. Yeah, that's right. Team Vogue has no idea. The, the end sum of what she's proposing is lean-tos. Yeah, uh, yeah, Rick. Rick, think about this. Thank you. If, Look there's, how got here. if there's no land ownership, there's no property taxes, which means there are no schools That's whatsoever. Right. Well, that might be a blessing. Um, everybody go back right, to so teaching your kids at home. Rick, here's, here's one of the things that's really scary, and I, I think people need so to we're not really scared pay yet. attention. Wait, we're, not, we're not scared <laughs> Well, yet. Not yet. it is scary that the youth uh, actually mm-hmm. believe all that crap. Like mm-hmm. I said, the only thing socialism, Marxism has going for it, it's an easy sell to the uninformed masses. I've always Amen said that. that. New York Attorney General uh, Letitia James announced Thursday that her office had filed a lawsuit against the National Rifle Association and its leadership, including the executive vice president, Wayne Lapeer, looking into dissolving the organization. Now, that's the key line here, dissolving the organization. Now, Rick, the left in our country have said for years, no, we don't want to take away the Second Amendment. We just want people to be responsible, Mm -hmm. have your hunting guns, all that kind of stuff. Remember, I think it was Joe Biden that said, you don't need all this stuff. Just keep a shotgun. Remember? Remember he said that? Yeah, he said a lot of weird things lately. Well, uh, the attorney general in New York, who is a big Trump hater, by the way, has has really shown the true colors here again of what they're wanting to do, and that is dissolve the organization. Now, in their mind, if they dissolve the NRA, that means their lobbying efforts, their fundraising, their uh, paying into political campaigns goes away. That way, that paves the way for them to actually get votes to start doing away with the Second Amendment piece by piece. Now, she says that the organization has a culture of self-dealing, taking in millions of dollars for personal use, granting contracts that benefited leaders, families, and associates. She goes on to mention uh, the people. Uh, She said charitable organization function as – I want you to hear this, and I want you to know some of the – We've got her one minute if you want to hear it. Okay, yeah, all right, let's hear it. Here here she is. For these years of fraud and misconduct, we are seeking an order – to dissolve the NRA in its entirety, to require Mr. LaPierre, Mr. Phillips, Mr. Powell, and Mr. Frazier to make full restitution for funds they unlawfully profited and salaries they earned while employees, uh, while they earned while employees and pay penalties. To remove Mr. LaPierre and Mr. Frazier from the NRA's leadership and to ensure none of the four, four individual defendants can ever again serve on the board of a charity in New York State. It's important to note that Mr. Phillips and Mr. Powell have left the NRA. It's clear that the NRA has been failing to carry out its stated mission for many, many years. And instead, 
has operated as a breeding ground for greed, abuse, and brazen illegality. In this state, we have a set of laws that every individual and entity must be held accountable to. Regardless of who you are, regardless of your power, size, influence, wealth, or station in life. One set of laws. And today, we send a strong and loud message that no one is above the law. Except, no. so now, Rick, this except, is what I like, Except too. Democrats when they get yeah. in trouble. You're right. Rick, right. she says yeah. the law requires them to use their funds to benefit the public, not support political campaigns, lobbying, or private interest. I'm sure that there's several other organizations she would like to look into that participate in that. Yes. We know several right off the top of our head. Uh, but here's the thing. It's almost like if, she just de- described George Soros. Y- yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah, there's a lot of organizations. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rainbow Push might be another one she wants to look that at. That one, too. Planned Parenthood. Yeah. <laughs> if Wayne LaPierre and some of these other guys have broken the law, prosecute them. Mm-hmm. Bring them up on charges. Carry them to court. Present your case. And if you can uh, put them in jail, put them in jail. I don't care. Nobody else cares. But you want to dissolve the organization. That's your true goal here. And this is just another jaded attempt to do away with your Second Amendment rights. This is just a piece-by-piece dismantling of the Second Amendment. And step one is to get the money away from the lobbying effort of people who believe the Second Amendment is a given right, which it is. That's all this is. No, you're and, right. But what they're saying is, dollars we, are going to fund her and her operation, which is endless on some uh, aspects. And these people have to spend millions and millions of dollars to defend themselves. Again, taking away from the money they that they put into lobbying and educating people who vote in Congress and separate states about what they're doing and what gun ownership is really all about. Yeah, I mean, it makes really – you go back to that superpower of common sense. If you're a, a, a political party or a movement and you've got your crosshairs on the Second Amendment, what would be a good strategy? Well, one thing we need to do is remove one of its protectors. Well, this you know, would, let, be, let's, this would let's, be like – Let's remove one of the organizations that gets up there and fights for it every time we try mm-hmm. to take it away. Well, think about this. <laughs> yeah. This would be like taking someone in the higher up of the Democratic Party who's committed a crime. They've been several. You uh, instead of prosecuting them and sending them to jail, you say we're going to dissolve the whole organization. Does that even make sense to anybody? Even on the left, do you no. guys see the absurdity of that? Well, now I understand if I want to get rid of the Second Amendment, sure is a good strategy. Though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's un-American. It's against the law. And again, I think this prosecutor is totally out of control. But the whole Second Amendment is American, so to be against it is to be un-American. Yeah, it really is. But you know how we're going to stop violence? We're going to take police officers out of school, a program that's actually worked. Right. Documented work. Top of the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.